0: Well, welcome everyone to Celtic Preacher who is, Celtic Preacher is looking today at God's relentless healing love who continues to seek us out, finds us, and surprises us by revealing things to us we'd rather forget about. So welcome today, podcast number 10. We're looking at a New Testament passage, we're looking at the book of Mark, chapter 5, and we have an account of a miraculous healing. Now, most of Jesus' short three-year ministry was spent teaching people about God and healing. And all of Jesus' healings were also opportunities to teach people about God. So Jesus didn't heal in order to draw attention to himself and say, look at me, I can heal people. The healings always give us, the reader, a deeper understanding of God and how God works in our lives. So anytime I read a healing story in the New Testament, or the Old Testament for that matter, when I look at an account of healing, I'm asking the question, what is God showing me? How does this relate to me? What can I learn from this? Now, this particular healing, Mark 5, It's an unusual one with lots of interesting details and and unanswered questions, really. She's a woman that's been sick for 12 years. She's suffered and endured much under physicians, right? Many can relate to this 2,000 years later. Her doctors can't help her, right? It's been a long, difficult, expensive Illness and it's getting worse. She's spent all she has. It's a desperate situation. Mark tells us there's a large crowd pressing in on Jesus, and this sick woman is in the crowd, and she's heard about Jesus, and her belief is, if I can just touch his clothes, I'm going to be healed. And somehow she manages to push through the crowd She comes up behind him. He doesn't see her. She touches him, and immediately her hemorrhage stops, and she feels in her body that she's healed of her disease. Now, the story could just stop here, but it doesn't because Mark tells us that Jesus feels that the power has left him. He's aware someone came up behind him and touched him, and he stops, And he turns around and he looks at the crowd and he says, who touched my clothes? Very strange thing to ask when you're in a crowd, right? Everyone's pushing in against you. It's like he feels the power leave him. Very unusual. We don't see this anywhere else. Now, let let me just do a little bit guided imagery here so we can get ourselves in the story. Put yourself in the story for a minute there's a large crowd following him. Let's say it's summer. You're in the crowd. It's hot. It's dusty. The disciples are with him. Everybody's talking. You're a part of the crowd. And the crowd presses in and you see that if you stretch out, you'll be able to touch his garment. And you know that when you touch his garment, your problem will be gone. Something You need something you want. Now, it may not be a physical healing, right? That might not be your first need today. Maybe you would like something else, a different kind of healing. Because there's so many different kinds of brokenness, isn't there? I mean, we might state our problem as financial insecurity, right? If I can just touch him, then I won't ever have to worry about money anymore. Or... Maybe it's loneliness. Or maybe I sense my spouse is drifting further and further away from me. Well, we might long for healing in our body, but maybe it could just as easily be I don't know, the pain of my perfectionistic tendencies, the pain that that causes those close to me. Or maybe I feel like I'm a failure. There's so many things, isn't there? There's so many things that we could struggle with. I keep procrastinating or I can't stand conflict. I'll just do anything to avoid being uncomfortable and dealing with conflict. I just don't have the courage, whatever it would be. If you could come up behind Jesus and touch his garment, what would you ask for? You stretch out. You push past people, you touch them, and you're changed. Now, what surfaced? What bubbled up as a prayer, as a a longing, as a desire? There's no wrong answers, really, because these are heart desires. And the heart tells us or shows us what we value, So whatever bubbled up for you, that's a heart's desire, right? It's something that you long for. It's something that you wish for, you hope for. Now, as always, Jesus is going to take us a step deeper. For the woman who touched Jesus, what she desires, what she desired was a physical healing, which she received, but... Before she leaves his presence, Jesus wants her to know he has much, much more for her. She reaches out, she touches him, she's healed. Jesus stops, he turns around, who touched me? And he begins to scan the crowd and she's scared. And she comes forward trembling and she falls before him And this is the interesting line here, verse 33. She tells him the whole truth. The whole truth. Now, the whole truth implies she's holding nothing back. What's the whole truth? Well, she's been healed. She got what she wanted. She could have sneaked off and never looked back, but she doesn't. She speaks out the whole truth holding nothing by, okay, it's me, okay, this is the whole truth, I'm desperate, I've been bleeding for 12 years, I have no money, I'm isolated from my family, I have no one, I shouldn't even be out in this crowd. Now remember, back in the ancient cultures, women certainly could never touch men, never. The whole truth is, her physical ailment was one thing, but her isolation Her yearning for belonging, her desire for acceptance was a whole other part of her that was deeply, deeply wounded and broken. The whole truth is the suffering is much greater and deeper than the physical ailment. The whole truth is she's isolated, she's unaccepted, She's unloved, she's alone, she doesn't belong. And that kind of suffering, the kind of suffering where you feel like you don't belong, this there's, there's certain kinds of suffering that are hidden. There are certain kinds of brokenness that it's easy to hide. No one can see certain kinds of suffering. Or maybe it's this, maybe we've become pretty good at hiding certain vulnerabilities. Uh, Vulnerabilities like feeling like you're not seen. We're pretty good at hiding certain kinds of brokenness, certain kinds of pain. Um, Loneliness. Or yeah, you can be surrounded by people, but who really takes time to listen to you and know you? You might even feel unknown to your family. See, our culture places such a high value on competency and success that I'm not even sure if we have a lot of permission to have needs. And so often they lurk below the surface. And we learn to hide them. There's an interesting, profound spiritual truth here. She thought that she knew what she needed, but she was only partially correct. See, I think, that's, I think that's really the same for everyone. And Jesus didn't stop at healing her body. Life-changing as that is, and I don't want to diminish that, but he insisted on a deeper deeper healing. It's almost like different layers of healing. You know, the word salvation means wholeness. It just made me wonder, you know, we're often quick to identify needs. If I can touch his cloak, I'd want this. And without diminishing that desire, what if there is a deeper need? What if there's a deeper wound under the surface, not as obvious? And what if God is after that deeper wound, the one that isn't so obvious? See, it's the obvious ones that get our time and attention and we dwell on them. But I think it's the deeper wounds that motivate us. Jesus' response to the woman is very telling. He says, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your faith has made you well. She was healed of her disease. This is like a different thing altogether. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Now, daughter, that is a word that says acceptance. If you're from a good family... That says acceptance. That's a word that says you belong. You are a part of the family. You're significant. You're important. You're valued. You're cherished. Everything she believes she's not. Daughter. It's like, you're a child of God. It's everything in her heart of heart. she thought that she wasn't. She reaches out to be physically healed and Jesus reaches even deeper, sees the hidden wounds, the emotional wounds, the scars, and it's like, that's what I want to touch. Who touched me? Who touched me? I mean, it's all about transparency. It's all about truth-telling. It's all of me. And, you know, I've mentioned before, I don't think that we tell God anything God doesn't know. It's more about opening up. Yes, here's the whole truth. Here's the, the whole of me. No pretending, no hiding, no games. As opposed to, I'll show you the acceptable parts of me just in case you reject me or disapprove of me or, or judge me. Now, of course, it's difficult to be this vulnerable in our spiritual lives and in our emotional lives, for that matter. It's difficult because many of us were raised without unconditional love. So our experiences, you know, we present an acceptable front. Or you can see this in children. Sometimes they just go the opposite way. Sometimes we figure out early on we'll never please anyone and we take the path of the rebel, right? Now, whatever our family of origin has imprinted upon us, a big part of spiritual emotional growth is receiving God's imprint. It's like, I don't want to carry... The critical, judgmental, you'll never measure up voice. Or I don't want to carry, if you achieve this, then you'll be great. Or I don't want to carry, if you live this way, then you're accepted, then you're a part of the group. It's all conditional. You see, it's all way too conditional. God's way is without condition. God's way is, let's begin with the fact that you're a beloved son. Let's begin with the fact that you are a beloved daughter, and then we can talk about the rest. Then we'll talk about the rest. Whether we feel it or not, like this woman, it's allowing love in that we might hear Love's voice speak to us. God's voice speak to us, daughter, son. Trust brings wholeness. Trust me. It's all very relational. It's highly relational. It's about a relationship. That's what I'm doing in your life, God's saying. That's what I'm doing. It's all about peeling back the layers, deeper and deeper and deeper, with each hurt, with each wound, with every rejection, every abandonment, every misunderstanding, I'm bringing healing. I'm bringing wholeness. It's what I do. It's who I am. Well, thank you for joining me. You have been listening to Celtic Preacher and we've been looking at God's agenda to continually move us toward wholeness. In all our brokenness and mess, the healer comes. Speaking words of acceptance and truth, you are loved. You can trust me on this. Join with me again next week for another episode of Celtic Preacher.